Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to this edition of Veterans Corner Radio, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges welcomes back Dr. Colleen Jakey, Chief of Staff for the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital in Tampa, Florida. This time, Dr. Jakey brings us a COVID-19 virus vaccination update. She talks about the plan that has been worked out to ensure that the COVID-19 virus vaccinations are carried out in a fair and medically sound manner. Haley Hospital is one of the largest of the 170 VA medical centers and 1,074 outpatient sites of the VA and will certainly be a pattern for other VA hospitals across the country. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner. And with every Veterans Corner, we want you to be sure to have a paper and pencil ready so you can sit down and write all these numbers and various things you might be getting on the broadcast. Also, if you have somebody else in the house, make sure they come and listen to the broadcast with us. Today, I have Dr. Colleen Janke, who is the Chief of Staff for the James A. Haley Veterans Hospital. It is a beautiful hospital, well-run. It's the one I go to for my care. And Dr. Janke, I'm so excited to have you on the program today. We're going to talk about the vaccinations for this COVID-19. So with that, What would you like to share with us? Oh, thank you for having me. It's really an exciting time. So, you know, this vaccine, obviously, we've been waiting for it uh, as they've been working on it while we've all been suffering through COVID-19. So we're excited to say that within the next couple of days, our facility will have our first shipment of COVID-19 vaccine. I did want to first start out by talking a little bit about the vaccine and encouraging everyone who hears this to talk to your primary care doctor and tell them that you are interested in getting that vaccine when it's available to you. It is a vaccine that was pretty rapidly taken through the approval process, but did want to assure you that the vaccine went through all of the normal trials for safety and for efficacy. The things that they did to make the timeline shorter were one, some of the administrative steps were shortened, but also usually what happens is a vaccine is trialed and then it goes through an approval process, which is lengthy, the administrative process, and then it's manufactured. But this vaccine actually at the same time as they were doing the trials, they were manufacturing vaccine. Now, if the vaccine hadn't worked, they would have lost all of that product. (laughs) However, the government's been subsidizing and helping. So it did allow for things to be ready to ship as soon as it was approved. So a week. Before you go on, I would like to point out that a lot of well-known politicians now are getting these shots. And that doesn't mean much to me. But I asked my primary care, Dr. Mossop, whether she was going to get it. And she said, that she was one and two on the list. Who was number one? They said, Dr. Jakey. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I absolutely will get this vaccine. 
And so as soon as it's available on our site, which should be this week, then I will be getting the vaccine. And I'll sure. get it as soon as Dr. Masso can get me in to get it done. And I think yeah. everybody, I'm 80 years old, and anybody should be doing this in order to be able to see another Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. There are two types of vaccine or two companies that have the vaccine approved at this time. About a week and a half ago, the Pfizer vaccine was approved and has been distributed to many sites. We have not received the Pfizer vaccine yet, but we are anticipating we are going to get Pfizer vaccine this week. If you get the Pfizer vaccine, then you have to be revaccinated at 28 days. So there are two doses. But also just last Friday, the Moderna vaccine was also approved, and we're hoping that it will be shipped this week. And if it is, then we are slotted to get some Moderna vaccine also. And there are two doses with the Moderna vaccine. So you get one and then you get one 21 days after. So seven days earlier. That's right. That's right. And so in order to be fully vaccinated, though, you must get those two doses. And so we are setting up a process to arrange for folks to get two doses or to be scheduled for those doses both at the same time. I would like to talk a little bit about what will happen first. So the VA uh, has been acquiring vaccine and as soon as it is released, it will be uh, transported to our facility and we will get it in different aliquots. And so based on CDC guidance, the first folks that will get the vaccine are those that are at risk in some of our uh, congregate living settings. So our patients who live in our spinal cord unit or in our nursing home or CLC, they will get it first, along with healthcare workers. And the CDC made those determinations based on who's at highest risk from a health standpoint and who is assessed to be employees that really are needed to support the healthcare of our society. So I know healthcare workers at Tampa General have already received it, so our staff will be receiving it. I do want to say that I think everybody I've ever talked to has said, you frontline workers, you folks that have put your life on the line, deserve to get it first right now. Well, it deserves a little bit, but it's really more about we need to get it so that we can stay healthy so we can continue to take care of all of you. That's the uh, selfish part of it from our side. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think that's, that's the perfect reason. One of our biggest worries throughout the COVID vaccine was that if we had a large number of our healthcare workers injured, how or sick, how would we manage to continue to care for everyone? So maintaining our workforce is important to be able to care for all of our veterans. By the way, you have set up some wonderful firewalls down there in order to make sure that that didn't happen, even if it became the pandemic walked through the door, you had firewalls to help keep people separated. Yeah, we really have worked hard to maintain social distancing, to make sure that even now as our clinics are reopened, that we're maintaining social distancing. We continue to do care virtually as we best can. Everyone that's on our campus must wear a mask. All of our staff, we are also asking to wear eye protection in order to protect themselves and protect those around them. Uh, and again, we continue to encourage not only our healthcare workers, but also all of our veterans and everyone we know to maintain social distancing. With this holiday season coming up, uh, we know what happened after Thanksgiving. Families and folks want to get together, but this year really is not the year to get groups together. We need to stay and spend time with those that we share in our household, because those we know that we can be around, but really not be going out and being in large groups of friends or family. I think the number one question I get regularly from our listeners is, if I get the shot, can I then go see my parents or grandparents or grandchildren? Will I then not be a carrier if I've had the two shots? So at this point, 
The plan is to have two shots for these vaccines. And after that, we are presuming or hoping for immunity. We do know the short-term study showed 95 plus percent efficacy and immunity, but we don't know the long-term effects at this point. But more importantly, we really need the entire country or everyone you're around to be immunized before we can say that it's safe to drop our social distancing and our mask wearing. And so I would say no at this point. Even if I got the shots, I should continue to wear the mask when I'm in public? Correct. Continue to wear the mask, continue to social distance until really our community numbers or prevalence of COVID drop to a much lower level than it is currently. And the way that's going to happen is by more and more people getting vaccinated. So once you get to about 75 to 80 percent of your population vaccinated, then we can seriously see some drop in the COVID illness. And then we can get to the point to talk about relaxing some of those mask wearing and social distancing requirements. I would like to talk a little bit about the clinic. So we are not sure exactly when we will start vaccinating veterans at the clinic. We're hoping for sooner versus later. This is a fluid situation based on how many doses of vaccine we get, but we are working hard to be able to do that soon. We do know that we are planning to vaccinate at the SOHI clinic, which is great because we're not gonna be doing it at all clinics. So we will be doing it at the SOHI clinic. Again, express to your provider so they can document that you're interested. And then as we work through the CDC priority list, which has to do with illnesses and then mostly by age, we will start contacting and scheduling veterans. Again, this vaccine, you'll be scheduled to come in. The vaccine that requires observation, so you'll be here for get your vaccination and be observed for 15 minutes, and you'll be scheduled for your second vaccine to come back. So that will be coming at so high, but again, I don't have the exact date for that yet. The various people coming in, you want them to, to let their provider know then. The I veterans think. from there should let their provider know they want to be on the list. That's right. We'll be reaching out to patients also, but I would encourage you by secure messaging to really let your provider know I am interested in getting the vaccine so that they can have your information documented and ready on hand. So when the vaccine comes, we can get you rapidly scheduled. Now, if I have had COVID somewhere along the lines in the last nine months, is it important now that I still get a vaccination? Yes, they are still recommending that you get a vaccination. We don't know how long your immunity lasts after you have COVID. And so unless you have very recently had COVID within the past three months, the recommendation will be to get vaccinated. How about who's paying for it? Is this going to be a copay thing or is nope. it going to be a free shot? No copay, free shot. So veterans will come in and get the shot without a copay. How long after I take the shots, I've got my two shots series done. How long after that am I reasonably sure I'm not going to get the disease? Yeah, we don't know that information don't yet. Know that yet. Those long-term studies are not out. So we don't know that. And again, that's why our more general recommendations about continuing to wear a mask and continue to be socially distant. I understand there are certain reactions that people can get to this. What are the more current ones or common ones? Yeah. So the most common ones that are reported are flu-like symptoms. So fever, body aches, overall fatigue, not feeling well. 
And what we've learned is that those really occur within the first 24 to 48 hours. So if after a day or so you're feeling fine, you're going to feel pretty fine. I've heard from people that have gotten the Shingrix vaccine, and I have to imagine many of your watchers have gotten that, that it's similar to the feeling after you get the Shingrix vaccine, but it does resolve fairly quickly. Bigger reactions where people are ill or have an allergic reaction that require further care are extremely unusual. However, we are fairly comfortable that those, if they occur, happen at the time of administration. And that's why we keep you and observe you for about 15 minutes. So it's important, first of all, that I set aside the time. I I talked with Bay Pines and they said they were being careful because we've got snowbirds that go back and forth and go to different places. You have to be able to set aside those 21 days in order to be there for that second shot. Very important. And you really should get the second shot at the same place as you get the first shot. And we want to schedule them both together. So when we schedule your first shot or at the day you get your first shot, you will be scheduled for your second. Different sites will have different types of vaccine. And it's very important that you get the same vaccine for your second dose. Oh, that's something I hadn't thought of. So it is important that if I get my shot at so high, I get my shot there again or whatever facility I go to. Correct. I'm assuming that would be the same for Walgreens or CVS for those who don't get theirs through the VA. That's right. It's very important. And anyone who's giving you the vaccine has already had an allocation plan for them to get your second dose. So let's say at our site, we're given a certain number of doses next week. Whatever that number of doses is, those are only first doses. We're able to give them all out right away. We don't have to save for the second dose because we know that the company then is planning on giving us the second doses. So any place where you get your first vaccine, they then have a plan to receive at the right time your second dose. So get your second dose scheduled at the same exact site where you have your first dose. Okay. I am a firm believer that everyone who has the opportunity to get this vaccination should go and get it. And I'm going to be right there doing it. And I'll let people know when it's happened to me and what happened. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that we should in order to make my audience understand this process better? I do have a note here to go along with our website so that if you want to look for more information, there is the va.gov website. And on there, if you go under healthcare and then COVID-19 vaccine. So I think we probably could cut and paste this and give it to you, Bill, so you can you know, show it at some point when we post this. So um, I'll give you that website directly. And that has a lot of information. And we will be sharing information as time goes on. So as we know when we'll receive the exact amounts that will be going to SOHI to give them out to veterans, then we'll let you know. Well, we may be back on your doorstep next month. I think to so. Get an we should. And see yep. what's going on. Thank you so much for all the time you've given us. Your updates have been great because not only for Haley, but for veteran hospitals across the country, this is probably the way all of them are going to operate or very close to this. Correct. Very much so. Thank you so much for having me on. We've been working hard to make sure we keep our employees up to speed and really enjoy the opportunity to be able to do that for all of our veterans. So thank you for having us, Bill. I'm going to My Healthy Vet as soon as we go off the air. Send Dr. Mossop a note saying, I want on. That's right. Tell her to put you on the list. Thank you so much, Dr. Jakey, for being with us. I'm Bill Hodges. You've been listening to Veterans Corner Radio. You're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often, 
because you are, you know, and we'll catch you on the next Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Here's a quick final thought. If you're enjoying these podcasts, why not take a minute to subscribe or mark Veterans Corner Radio as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be set to be among the first to find out when new podcasts are published. And thanks again for listening to Veterans Corner Radio.